podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nina Kauser Show. Oh my God, I thought I'd pulled a smart one when I handed the post-match show for Leeds to a guy Drinkle thinking I dodged a bullet there. Little did I know that would come and bite me on the backside. What on earth did I just witness? Oh my God, there are literally no words. Like Liverpool won, Newcastle United won. Um, Honest words, words escape me. I have literally no idea what to say. And, um, you know what? Before I go any further, let me introduce my guests. Um, hopefully they might make better sense of this. I'm just scratching my head all the time these days. Um, oh, Adele is saying he doesn't want to come on because he's fasting and he doesn't want to swear. Wise move. That's why I have to refrain from my language as well. Uh, joining me on this podcast, I have two excellent guests. So without further ado, let me bring them in. It is Cambridge and Baji Harinda. Welcome, guys. Daisy Cruz. Hello. That was really, really enthusiastic. <laughs> Somebody on this pod has, is functioning on two hours sleep and no food and water. You two disappoint me. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it was a, a good hello, I thought, from myself. Yeah, I think he just, just made a, a, a little sound. Right, you know what, guys? Let's kind of talk about this. Um, how are you feeling just after me, that? That was just me whimpering. How yeah. am I feeling after this? Oh, do you know what? I've been angry at Liverpool a few times in my life. The one I can really vividly recall is blowing a 3-0 lead or whatever it was, at Bournemouth away in, I think it was 16-17? Yeah, 16-17. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we lost 4-3 because of that little Ryan, whatever his name is, the little shit that came on. Um, yeah, remind me of my birthday, Fadi, thanks. That was my birthday that day. Well, how am I supposed to remember that? Because you keep reminding me about it. What, <laughs> what your birthday or the Bournemouth school? The, well, sure. you, you've reminded me a couple of times that we've... Oh, that Bournemouth game when it was Cam's birthday. Well, you know what, right. Cam? If it makes you feel better, and Harinda will know this, because um, me and... Um, Rupinda shared the same birthday. Liverpool have done shocking in the past on my birthday, and he'll testify to that. I think it's a, I think it's a, everybody's birthday. It seems, doesn't it? Uh. That, that we seem to know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they've done. Anyway, we're going on a mad tangent. Clearly, we do not want to talk about. It's this better game, than guys. talking about this game. Yeah, go on, Harinda. Back to your point. So the last time you were angry was uh, Bournemouth. Pray continue. Well, no need to pray if we continue, trust me, because I prayed that we would win, and that didn't bloody happen today. Um, I was livid. Do you know, I, I, and also the Watford 3 all. You remember a season mm. opener when we signed Mo Salah? You know, yeah, like, we yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. We, we, we had everything, and we were just literally being stupid on the other side of things. And that's kind of what happened today. We had everything. I, my mates asked me beforehand um, in chat, like, oh, what, what do you think of the would you predict the score to be? And I said 4-0, 4-1. I think we're going to do these guys fantastically. And from the first few minutes of the match, and most scoring a girl like that, and the way the rest of the half panned out, I can't even keep track of the number of chances. I can't tell you which chance happened when and what do you think of it. Because we had so many. I can't even say to you it was Mo Salah's chance, it was Mane's chance, it was Jota's chance, or Firmino's one. And I can't really break them down because they were just coming in. Yeah, it was just... They were raining upon the Newcastle goal, only to self-capitulate at the end. We had all that pressure, and it's like as if we don't know how to deal with pressure anymore in regards to, you know, when teams are pressuring us and, and we let them come on to us, we invite them. And if you invite people enough times, they're going to do the thing you don't want them to do, just score. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's... Cam, I'd like to get your thoughts on this as well, because it kind of reminds me of a specific season. I can't think which season it was. And I think it was definitely under Jurgen Klopp, but where the strikers were pretty much bailing out like a Dejan Lovren-esque defense. 
we were, you know, we had to constantly kind of outscore teams. Yeah, I think that was the first couple of seasons generally, yeah, wasn't it? Because it was. he, he, he generally decided that rather than fixing the defence first, I'm going to get the strikers in. But the thing is, his strikers are healthy, but they're not hitting target. Uh, and, and, and ultimately, that's what it comes down to. I mean, right now we are a one-man team. You take Mo Salah out of that team, who's, gonna, who's, who's creating for you? Who's scoring for you? What, what's going to happen? We're not going to score goals. And that's and evident in, what we did in a lot of recent games. We did create... It looks like he's the only one that has Today, the confidence to score. But this is it. Um, you, te- you take Mo Salah out of the team... You take his goals out, we're done. We took his goal, but he's still our most creative player as well. Yeah, he is, he is. A, yeah, you're a, right. A lot, a, lot, a lot of folks don't see this in the outside world of um, you know, Liverpool football as such. So, um, and, and that's scary. That is that, and that's not a good place to be. That that's almost going back to oh eight oh nine when we were playing under Rafa and uh, Rafa Benitez, and it was all about Torres getting the goal. Take Torres out, who was scoring? No one. And we're, we're dangerous, we're isn't again. it? Yeah, and we're back there again. I mean, today I'm angry. I am. I am like Baji. I'm. I'm livid. I was watching that game, and it was inevitable what was going to happen. It was. You could have. You could have written this down, and if you could have won, got money on it as such, you know, without betting, but in a writing sense, and predicted what was going to happen in this game, the way it was going, you could see it panning out before your eyes. It, it was deja vu. In, um, not so much. Oh, sorry, take that out. It wasn't so much deja vu, but it was very similar in, in that uh, on with the Leeds game. Mm-hmm. We were fantastic first half. We, uh, the four-two-three-one, as great as it was creating, we were very open in midfield, and that was causing issues. That's then putting pressure on a defence that shouldn't really have Fabinho in there. If you're going to play four-two-three-one, you need to have your best DM in there. Mm. Your best DM is actually playing centre back. It's going to create. Pro- it's going to cause us problems. And. It did. I mean, but ultimately, it comes down to it. Got, it comes down to the strikers. The strikers were were really poor in their finishing today. There was a, yeah, lot, of poor, a lot of poor stuff in that game today. Which we'll, 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 yeah. we'll check as we go for it. We will absolutely, and you're right. And you know what, um, Harinda, I'll come to you. I mean, let's go. Let's go to the beginning and let's look at the team lineup. And you know, Cam just kind of spoke about you know Fabinho having to play centre back again. I think we kind of liked and enjoyed his his involvement where he rightfully belongs, which is in the midfield. But obviously with um, a Phillips injury, I don't know what's going on with Ben Davis, but it looks like Fabinho has to pair up with um, Kabak. But, you know, that was a bit of a change. And um, what did you make of the um, Jurgen Klopp going all out with the four-man attack? I liked it. I genuinely mm. thought, you know, a four-man attack, we're going to go for it. We're going to make sure we put them under the cosh and go for the win at the beginning, you know, so that we can rest players for later. God knows why. Because um, we've got nothing midweek to look forward to anymore. But, you know... I don't even look forward to weekends! Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, anyway. So, four attackers. And when you saw how the game opened up and how the, game, how the first half progressed, it, it looked like exactly what you wanted, right? Lots of chances being created, mm. Tiago being Tiago things and up. Yeah, if we never get to it, Thiago is man of the match for me. So there you go, yeah. right at the beginning yeah, he of the was. match. He was, yeah, yeah, he was. Forget doing it right at the end. So Thiago is man of the match for me because he was literally doing everything. He was pulling. The he was a one-man he was, midfield. Can so, I be honest oh, with you? Oh, it's just beautiful balls. He was a one-man yeah. midfield. Ginny wasn't really there for him. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. Ginny had know. a lot of touches of the ball today. He 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 was, but. When it came to the defensive side, which was his, was his role. Yeah, he wasn't um, there. In that, in, he wasn't there in that sense. And Thiago actually put uh, in the first half. Uh, I think he had the the most tackles along with um, one of the defenders. M- minus a Lucas Labour free kick. Yeah. Oh, sorry, giving away a Lucas Labour free kick. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, that, so there you go. That makes Thiago man of the match, right? So no Lucas Leiber moment. Well, he, he, got, he got man of the match. He was awarded man of the match today as well. Was he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was awarded man of the match. Uh, Steve McManaman did the man of the match today and he was just singing his praises. So he, he, had, a lot of, he had a he, lot of space to ping that ball around. He made a lot. They, they backed off. They, left, they, they gave him the centre park. They gave him like the Mulby, the Mulby circle to play in. And he played in it, and he was he was doing what he needed to do. It was everyone else in it. <laughs> everyone else. Yeah. So, what about you, Cam? Were you happy with the four strikers? I, yeah, I I was, but again, it goes back to the the double pivot. The double pivot was wrong today, mm. um, but that's that's because of circumstances. So. I don't think you can play a double pivot without Fabinho. So if you if, yeah. you, if you're going to have to put Fabinho back in the back in the back into defence, then you need to play three man midfield to provide mm. to provide that protection mm. that we need. Um, mm. Once you've got that protection, we will still. If you look in the second half, we're still creating opportunities. Even when Milner came on, Milner had to come on to provide that stability. That was a good substitution at that time. You could have you you could have tossed a coin as to who you could who who was going to come off whether it was going to be uh, Jotter or Bobby because they were both having shockers. They were really poor. I felt. I mean, Bobby. Yes, they they created the odd. They created a couple of chances, but their passing was atrocious. Their touch was atrocious today from both of them. And I'm probably Bobby's biggest fanboy. If, for want of an, another any expression you want to use, I I always vowed after um, Torres left, I would never love a player the way I love Torres again. And the mm. last few seasons, Bobby's Bobby's made me want to love uh, him in the way I used to love Torres as a football player for Liverpool. And I'm I'm falling out of love with the guy. Because he's been poor. It's not just today, obviously, but he's been poor for so long. Yet for whatever reason, our manager and our coaching staff, they don't see it. They're, they're not yeah. doing anything to, to change it up for him. You know what I mean? You know, the, but, the crazy thing is, I don't know what's going on, right? And I want you guys to help me out because, I, you know, I've, Cam, you've spoken. Havinda, you've spoken. And I said I'm angry. And, you know, Liverpool creating chances, I still see that as a positive because I still remember there was a time in this season where we weren't creating any chances. For me, I'm getting frustrated at the fact that we're not converting them chances. Does that make sense? I don't think Excellent. we. we I don't think we were bad against Leeds in the first half. I don't think we were bad against Newcastle the first half. I thought actually we played quite well. Took the foot a little off the gas, you know, when when we got our goal. And by the way, what a delicious goal by Mosala. We'll have to talk about that in a second. But for me, it's. I don't understand. We used to be so clinical. And I think that's what I'm really, really struggling to come to terms with. I think this season has been a massive reality check. I think this... Yeah. I think this season has been torturous, right? We have not-so-great performances, which led to wins. Good. We then had a shocker at Villa, which was bad. But we were going, we regrouped and came back fighting. Great. We lose our talismanic defender and other players, such as Thiago, um, from the Everton match. That's bad. We get a winner at the Everton match, but it's chalked off. That's bad. We lose Van Dyke, the talismanic defender. Bad. But we recover and we, you know, we're still progressing. We're winning matches. We, you know, we get through things in the Champions League as well. And you know, Christmas is looking nice. Things are looking okay. You've beaten Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace 7 0. You know, and you put, really put them to the sword. I mean, we embarrassed Crystal Palace mm. at their own patch. Um, and everything was great. We come into this year and everything is as shit as it can get. You know, anything in regards to any leads, any point advantages, all of those start disappearing at a rapid rate. Um, United do us in the FA Cup. We then lose to Brighton. We lose to Burnley. We lose to 
did we lose or draw against Fulham? I forget now. And we lost. We lost. lost. A, yeah, that was our like podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we drew once and we lost to Fulham. Decker Dover Reed, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Apparently a Liverpool fan. Um, and it just carried on and on. And then it started getting a little bit better. You know, we, we managed to get a win. So, hey, great. You know, and we, we even won at Anfield. Great. And, and today, today of all days, I genuinely thought sun shining. And given the horrors of a week earlier and how the team bus was received and everything else, I thought, you know what? It's going to be a good day. Hence, I predicted a 4 0 win. <sighs> Footballing gods, you know what? Why are you doing this to us? Why? That's the real question here is why footballing gods sit there and go, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I make it bad. Really bad. For all of you. Ha ha ha. Kind of thing. And I, I just don't know anymore. I just don't know. As I said earlier in the pod, I'm, I'm sticking to this, is that when Fabinho is in defence, or it seems to be for this last couple of weeks or so, with Nat Phillips dis, um, not being there, and I'm not saying that Nat Phillips is a, is a defending god in any way, shape or form, but hear me out here. A defender is a defender though, right? By trade. A defender, yeah, basically yeah. a defender is a defender. Yeah, it's a square peg in a, in a square hole. Yes. Yeah, or a round peg in a round hole, whatever you want to yeah. use. When the pressure's on, Fab is used to being slightly higher up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to combat that pressure in the second third of, the, of our, sorry, in the second half of our own half rather than in our last final third of our half, so to speak. Um, and they just camped upon us and they got all right they had one goal chalked off by Callum Wilson but the fact that Callum Wilson had all that time and was able to do that and the fact that even five minutes before that when they had the the crossover and Fabinho heads it over you know like there's three waiting Fab was just lucky positionally that he was the one in between the three where the fuck were the others Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm sorry if I'm jumping around in this, but this is what our problem is, is that pressure comes and without a top team and people who can play in their places, we can't manage that pressure right now for whatever reason. Whatever reason people want to apply, it's probably right. Yeah, in current circumstances, it's probably right. Have any hypothesis you want, you're probably going to be correct because all of them seem to be playing out here. Not one, not two, not three. Every single reason that you could possibly think of, combine them together, make the milkshake, and that's what's wrong with us. Yeah. You know what really scares me, Cam? I want to get your thoughts on this as well. I want you to respond to um, Harinda and what he said there. I'd like to get your thoughts. But you know what kind of really scares me as well? They had a, a stellar player on the pitch to this, um, uh, Maximilian. And I just sat there and I thought if he was fully fit and he was bandaged up like Pudsy the Bear, he would have absolutely leathered us. It would have been even better if you got his name right. Maximilian, I'm sure, is the first name of someone who's an enemy of Bond in, um, in one of the early Bond movies from the early Listen, like if the I don't put like is, is this an image? San Maxima. San Maxima. But I've, I'll just call him Maximilian. San Maxima. Sorry. Guys, you know, in my defence, I am a terrible host, but today I am fasting. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to balance that out. You're just a butcher. You're just a butcher. I am Uh, a a vegetarian butcher. (laughs) A butcher of names. Um, No, you're right. He, 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 it was scary every time he had the ball. Yeah. They were like, you know, I mean, I mean, that foul by Fabinho at the end, it had to be done. He has a tactical foul. I don't blame him. I was like, yeah, do it. It it was was perfect, you know. It was a, I'm, I'm sure Steve Bruce inside was deeply proud of that foul because it's exactly what he would have done. So yeah. um, he, he was very much the twinkle toes player today and uh, um, he, was, he, was, he was a threat. I mean, Baji touched on something there um, when he said our last really great performance was the 7-0 away at Crystal Palace. And there's two players in that, from that game who have barely featured since. Um, and it's telling that they were both pretty much dropped after that game when they were both superb in that game. And one has been shipped out on loan in Minamino. Yep. Yep. And another one has been made the scapegoat for a team performance that was shocking in the Champions League and mm-hmm. hasn't had a look in since. 
And that's telling. Those two players are two of, again, two really creative players. And I know today wasn't about creativity, but it, it would have been in other games that we've struggled in this season. Why? Yeah. Have, why? I would love to just sit down with Jurgen Klopp, just ask him the straight question, why? Why have those two players been literally frozen out? What, why were they not deemed good enough? It was telling today. This was, this was part of my anger. The Milner substitution, I totally understood. I got it. Fine. No problem. But if you're going to take Thiago off, why are you bringing on a player who hasn't played, who hasn't been available for three games, has not been fit, and you've got a fit Naby Keita on the bench? If, if, he's not worth, if he's not going to get minutes on the pitch because you don't think he's good enough to be on the pitch, don't put him on the bench. Mm. Don't, don't, that's lip service. That's just, um, sh- that's just for show, as we'd say in the old Desi way, you know? Yeah. Personally, can I be honest with you, his game management for me was absolutely shocking towards the end because that was a must-win game for Liverpool. You know, for, for, for top four, like they had to win that game. Let's be honest. I think every game is a must-win game for Liverpool as things stand. But that one they had to win and that would have been a confidence booster. And you keep Thiago on till the very end. You do not sub him off that early. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You know, no. You know what I would have done? I mean, this is hindsight now, but what I would have done was... I would have taken Bobby off, brought Reese Williams on, and moved Fabinho back into the into the DM. Mm. You would have you would have added stability. Yeah. Simple as oh, if you're if you're intent on hanging on to a one nil, which is what it what it was turning into the end. That last ten minutes, you know they're going to throw the kitchen sink at you because we had no control of the ball. We'd lost the midfield at that point. We couldn't string two passes together. Yep. We look panicked, get your, by get, the way. Get your, get your DM in there who can pass the ball, who is creative with his passing, who will break up play, who will stop a lot of that problem, who can then just suddenly go back two, three yards to do that clearing header when need be as well. Poor game management on the, on the coaching staff again. But ultimately, we should never have been in that position because the goals should have been scored. We should have been at least 4-0 up, dude. We, but even 2-0. The next goal was the killer goal. Mm. They had two of them. Ultimately, we, we got, you know, this... That handball decision, I know by the laws of the game now, it's handball, but come on, it's bollocks. Let's Let's... Let's call it spade a spade. He, he was running. The ball hits his arm. You know, it, 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 we're lucky we got a point in the end. Joe Willick had the freedom of Anfield to take his shot for the goal they scored. But I will be honest with you. I've been on the end of those decisions. So I was like, yeah. When? This... Hey? When have you personally been at the end of those decisions? <laughs> Sorry guys, I forgot to tell you I'm a professional footballer by trade. Ah, right, right, right. Yeah, you, right. you'll see me playing centre back for Leeds United with my top bun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Dirty dirty leads, isn't it? Yeah, it's scum scummy scummy leads. No, seriously, yeah. no. I, you know, under the new rules, come on with you. Like, to me, the rules are pathetic now, but they've changed them. And under under the new rules, they had to be consistent. I was just quite but, flabbergasted. Oh, no, no, that. I, 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 that's what I said. Uh, under the rules, it, it's the right decision. Yeah. But, it, but you and I... It, it's, it's a ridiculous decision. Yeah, we've been watching football long enough to know that that is yeah. like, taking the mick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so like, as I was saying... To, in the end, what's to say they, they couldn't have got still got that Joe Willett goal? Yeah, we could have lost that. We could have lost it. I, I, okay, I know the Joe Willett goal was scored in the extra minute of added on time because of the, you know, checking the, the VAR and yeah. all that. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it, you know, it's just ridiculous that 
we were actually allowed ourselves to be in that position after Monday as well. Knowing what happened on Monday when we they scored in the 84th minute against us on Monday. What do you think teams are going to do now against us? They're going to say, well, we can soak up shop and we know we can hit them late. They're vulnerable because they're, they're nervous. They're, they're, well, they're, they're, they're mentally, the minds, their minds are shot. We didn't play like we deserve Champions League next year. Yeah, we don't. Boss, 100% we don't. We, we scored don't. a wonderful goal. Didn't finish the game. Stunning goal, by the way. Stunning goal. play enough. Oh, uh, fantastic. These, these, these words are worth listening to, by the way. They are good. A counter-attack can happen, but we just had to keep going, keep the ball and make them run. We kept them alive and they deserved the goal. They scored the one before. Unlucky for Wilson, but it is handball. We don't even take this present. Really tough to take. No fucking shit, Sherlock. Why it happened, I don't know. Neither do we. We had to keep the ball. We fucking didn't. In a specific way, we don't fight enough. Should we say, Jürgen? Keep ourselves in a position where we dominate, where we, where we dominant. Bad typing there by somebody. We dominate the game. We had 70% of the ball. We should have had 80. We created lots of chances. Didn't score with them. So we had to create more. That is how it is. We don't do that well at the moment. They fought for it and we nothing. We got nothing pretty much but a point. It feels like a defeat. Yes, it fucking well does, Jürgen. If you deserve it, you deserve it. I didn't see us deserve it today playing Champions League next year. We don't deserve, and he's right. Right. He's we right, don't deserve we? Champions League. And, and you know what will be a disaster now for this season? If we end up in Europa because of this. I'm not going Europa. Well, Sorry, it's very, very personal. We, 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 we won't you know have a choice. Evil there is <laughs> look, 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 at the, look at the evil that this world is doing upon us. You're out of the Champions League. If you're not in the Europa League, you're going to be in the fucking Europa Conference by the looks of things. Oh my God! This is the first exactly. competition. Oh, yeah, this is it. Blast, okay, you this know what? Yeah, okay, this is what we do. This is what we do, right? If we're not in the Champions League, we're just going to Europa. Yeah, you, you're gonna play knockout game, aren't you? I'm guessing Liverpool have to play. No, you got group game. stage to start with. Okay, you know what? Don't even feature your best team. Just throw children. Yeah, but he won't do that. He better what? do that. Uh, <laughs> better do it. It's not a question of being better do it. What <laughs> <laughs> better happen? Today he 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 could have done better with his substitutions, but he didn't. Yeah. There I are know. five matches left. Five. Fifteen points you can get. If you win them all. If massive fucking if as well. Yeah, there's a big points. game next weekend, Chelsea, buddy. Well yeah, Chelsea play West Ham next, right? Or later on today. So today or tomorrow. So, uh, tonight, six o'clock or whatever. Yeah, it's a five o'clock one, that one, right. isn't it? So you pray for a fucking draw somehow because you, you don't want any of them to win. Either of them win and then, then it's a bit hard or it gets yeah. harder, so to speak. Draw, you know what, there's only two points ahead. Then somebody loses and we win and, you know, the whole the whole permutation comes again. The thing is we've had two one all draws, which could have been two, two nil, three nil, four nil wins. Yep. And that's the, that's the kick in the teeth. That's the real kick exactly. in the teeth. 16-17 season when we were trying to get before, when we were coasting until Christmas and then suddenly hit a, uh, the self-detonate button in January, which was a pattern that hadn't reappeared until this year. Um, we, how can I put this? We scraped it. That's me putting it kind. We literally scraped it right at the end. You know, it was always fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth, and then you had to beat Middlesbrough. Was, was that done. where we beat Middlesbrough in the last game yeah. of the season? No, I, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. They should have had a penalty when it was nil-nil. And it wasn't oh, given. Well. Oh, well. Yeah. And that's how, that's how tight it was. If there was VAR that day, we wouldn't qualify for Champions League. Potentially. True. Yep. I can't deny that. But we, we got it, you know? Yeah. And... It's all brewing towards something like that because it's quite still congested there. Even if Chelsea and West Ham draw either of those two win, you know, it, there's still a fight to go because the teams have got to play each other along the top. And all those kind of stupid permutations come in. Is, it's not over until it's over. It, it kind of will be over if you lose to Man United next week. Or even if you draw yeah. against Man United next yeah. week. So now all eyes are on next week because... What else can you do? This is over. You know what? However we process this result is up to us. Um, how we react to it between now and next week is also up to us. Mm -hmm. 
is there going to be positivity? Well, is it, yeah, is it going to be any positivity between now and next week in regards to how we feel and being buoyed by certain things? No, not really. You know what? Realistically, most people are going to be really down in the dumps, right? Because it's it's two shit results. Um, they're not losses, but boy, did this one feel like a defeat. Boy, for me, though, like for me, I'm just so angry because we had our shooting been a bit more clinical against Real Madrid, we would have been in the semi-final. I don't understand Let, why we can't put the ball in the back of the net. He I, needs I, to, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't I know don't, what's I going on. I don't know. And literally, every goalkeeper, everything just seems to be hitting them and we make them look world-class. No, 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 no. Our shooting is off. Our shooting I don't is think horrendous. Shoot, and the thing is, though, I don't think it's shooting practice in training. In training and even pre-match, like, you know, like you can score as many goals as you mm. want. You bang them away for fun. Something on match day is saying, thou shalt not score. Why? Mm. Why thou shalt not score? What is football in God's ask you again? Why are you hating us so much? Stop putting us through this. We've had enough already. Please stop. Be nice. Be kind. Be kind to your fellow red men. You know? I mean, like for me, the icing on the cake was I think it was the first half, wasn't it, when Marcela puts in square Sadio Mane and he dilly dallies. Oh, you know, for me, that was just yeah. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, he stopped and then he tried to go around the keeper. You can't go around the keeper from a standing start. It just doesn't work. Hit it first no. time. If you miss from there after hitting it first time, fair enough. But there were just so it, it, many it's just chances. Poor decision though. making. Poor yeah, decision and making and you know, and, and do you want to know something as well? We're talking about us and us gifting. Did you see their defense? They were actually panicked. Certainly in the first half, they were panicked at our attack. They were like, it was like the ball was a hot potato, and I'm sure you'll agree they were actually making mistakes themselves, and our boys were pressing them and taking the ball off them. And then they, it they was did it once was, in the first half, once in the second half. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like they had errors in them, and oh, and we we and we pounced on them, but the finishing wasn't great. Well, well, look at it. They they take off a central defender, bring on a midfielder, and they put Shelby at centre back. Yep. John Joe Shelby was sent back and we still didn't trouble them. Yep. And again, it comes down to game management, you know, and the management on the side. I've said this too many times this season. The management on the side are not seeing things. And for whatever reason, they they need to open their eyes and see what's going mm. on on the pitch because they're making they're making bad decisions and that's reflected in the number of points we have on, on the hear, table. Didn't you hear the shout though from the sidelines? No, what was that? You shouted at Thiago, didn't you, or something? I'm sure. No, no, no. It was a scarce accent. Who? I don't know who did oh. it. Like, oh, are no. you blind? You fucking. <laughs> Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, is that what so the commentator get... said? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That literally, yep, yeah, exactly that. Like, where they, they gave a throw to um, Newcastle and they really should have given it to Liverpool. But the shout, it was just like, oh, you're blind, you're fucking crotch. It's like, wow. Colourful language. Colourful language. I thought, wow, I was in the stadium yeah. um, for a second there, definitely. But, uh, I mean, go th- on. There's some passion somewhere in our side. It just seems to be in the bench or in the... In the that could uh, have been Curtison if it was a scout. It, no, I, no, he was on by then. It couldn't have been Curtison. Okay, oh, so right, it's no, no, I thought you said it was at Thiago, though. No, Curtis no. Curtis came it, on for Thiago. It, it wasn't right. It was for a throw-in that went Newcastle's right. way. Milner was already on. It kind of hit oh, him right, and yeah, then yeah. hit somebody else. That one. And then that's when BT said, our oh, colourful language, etc., etc." Oh, so I think right, Thiago right. had been subbed by that point in time as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did. I think I heard Jurgen Klopp shout at Thiago really loudly or something. I did hear Thiago's name being shouted. I don't know what was said to him, though. I don't know either. No, I have no idea. But here, here, what can we do? I mean, guys, actually, I'm a... Let let me ask you this question. Annoyed, too annoyed. Calling. Think the players jump ship if LFC don't get Champions League. Oh, okay. I've got a question from Chris Singh. Let's kick this off. He's too annoyed to call in. Okay. Think any player will jump ship. Yep. Do you think any player will jump ship if Liverpool don't get Champions League? Do you think the transfer target will drastically change as well? Oh, who wants to go first? I, I have some that. thoughts on this. Go on, you go first yeah. then. I'll go backwards there. Do I think transfer targets will change drastically as well? Not particularly. Not particularly. The reason why I say that is because 
if Liverpool have done all the things they say they want to do, they want to buy players, even if they're not in the Champions League, et cetera, et cetera, and players committed to Liverpool and all, all the usual cliches, and that person will come, right? And also, if Liverpool go down the release course path and they can negotiate with the player once the release call clause is met, good night, God bless, sign the player, player's happy, all right, carry on. If not, do you know what? We've been there before, right? 16 seven. we've been there before, where you don't make it into the Champions League, your your targets are different, but without sounding too bad, we, we got through 16-17 okay. We got through it okay. We imploded, granted, when it came to J- January of, of 2017, that year, but we kind of got better and we made our life better and, and we all know what the history is after that. Now, in respect to will players jump ship if Liverpool don't get into the Champions League? Possibly. It'd be naive to say, no, they won't. Yes, I'm not going to do that. That's just, I think that's naive. Um, whom? I wouldn't be able to say. I wouldn't be able to say. There will be people who just go, oh, you know, oh, you know, I, I want to be seen in the Champions League and it's, that's what it's about for me, etc., etc. Then great. Yeah, that's that person's character. That's what they want. Um their commitment, obviously, at that point in time, and even possibly now, may be wavering. What are you, you going to do? Would you really want somebody like that around you? Mm. Because it'll just drag you down, right? Because you sit there and think that player doesn't want to be there. And if they're half-assed this season, they're half-assed next season, and they've got a face like they got a cob on, then what you, you don't really want to see that, especially when fans return to a match. The last thing they want to see um, is a player who doesn't want to be there. So at that point in time, you go, all right, you know what? Time's up, relationship is over, no problems. Move on. You have to. Mm. What about you, Cam? Your thoughts? Um, I don't think players will jump ship per se. I think I think our transfer targets have... Uh, well, let's just stick to players. I think the club are already looking to move certain players on. Um, they know certain players are leaving. Um, yeah. So I think they'll look to... I, I personally think now... Um, Nabi will either be looked to move on, or they'll, or he will then look to move on himself. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't see how he will see he has a future at this club. The, uh, Jurgen Klopp obviously doesn't see him having a future at this club. I mean, I'll be, I'll be shocked to see if he has a another minute in the next five games. And hopefully, this is uh, one of my uh, prophecies. And he suddenly plays all ninety minutes of the next five games. I'd love nothing more. Um, because we know we know he's a an output merchant. So I think in that respect, players who were, um, I don't think it's the top players. Obviously, Chris is worried about. And when you and, and in the top players right now, Virgil Van Dijk's not going to leave. We know that. Allison's not going to look to leave. Um, Sadio Mane, I think, is quite loyal. He wouldn't look to leave. But would I want him to leave? Possibly. Well, the way he's been this season, I, I, I. Call me fickle, but maybe yes. He he just doesn't look the player he has been. Um, would Mo want to leave? That's the big one. And I think Mo might not want to leave, but his agent might be pushing him for him to leave because his agent is not a great person. So it's not about the player so much; it's about what he's been fed in his ear by the agent. the The problem then is is what fee are Liverpool going to ask him and which club is going to be able to afford to pay that fee. We know there's no, pretty much no financial fair play in effect anymore. So, you know, your PSG will probably be looking at him. Um, Bayern Munich, no, well, Bayern Munich, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, Real Madrid somehow conjure money up from nowhere. So that's that would be the worry for me if Mo was to leave. Because then it's... Who's going to replace Mo? Mm. So when it comes to transfer targets, I think it's uh, from all the noise, uh, Canate is a done deal. That's a centre-back uh, centre that looks like he's going to be coming in because, as Bargy said, release clause will have been met. Personal terms have probably been agreed with him. That deal has to be confirmed by the end of this month, apparently. Uh, I was reading somewhere. Um, that's when his release clause has to be met by. So... Um, that we'll know in the next week or so whether that deal is done um, if you look at the betting odds 
Mbappe is suddenly favourite to come to Liverpool. <laughs> if we're not in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, Mbappe is favourite to come to Liverpool. That's Why? Hilarious. I don't know. Because for me, I feel he, he'll always want to go to R- Real Madrid. That's his first choice. Everybody knows that's his first He could still shock us and stay at PSG, sign a new contract. They might actually go in the Champions League this season, in my opinion. I think they're probably favourites. Yeah. I mean, Adam Patricioni has just typed in that Mbappé is looking for a a house in in the neighbourhood Adam lives in. I want to know how much your house is worth, Adam, if Mbappé is looking there. Yeah, we're all moving in, Adam. Yeah, we, we need to know what's going on here. Adam, and, I didn't know you lived in Blackpool. You know, that's where Liverpool caught their players. Only Messing, we know. Yeah. We know yeah. <laughs> He's the four, uh, the four guy in the hood. Whatever. Adam, one thing is, you are definitely not poor, says the man with the private jet, you know? But, um, uh, so, I don't think it will affect us too badly. I think Liverpool have got enough credit in the bank that players will think for one season... I think can... every, that's how I'm thinking, Cam. I, that's yeah. why I'm not worried. And that's why I understand why people like Chris will be worried because we've seen this as Liverpool supporters, but it was like three, four seasons of mediocrity and rubbishness and crap management and bad owners and, you know, a domino effect of horrible, horrible things happening as a Liverpool supporter. So it's good to be that way cautious. But for me, yeah. I think if anyone's got a bit of sense about them, they'll kind of know that this was such a weird, freaky season. And maybe it, we just... It was. Yeah, if you, just if you look at um, other teams, like, say, Manchester United previously, when they haven't been in Champions League, they've been a draw still because they're Manchester United and they pay phenomenal wages. <laughs> well, Liverpool are now in a place, in a much better place as a club financially. Yes, we, we've taken a big hit due to COVID, that we are now a big player again. We are at the top table, you know. We are one of the Super 12 or the 14 or whatever you want to call us. You know, whether you like it or not, we are that club. So players now still, I think, would still want to come and join us regardless. We are a draw. Mm-hmm. So, great question, Chris. Like that. Thank you. And I hope we ease some of your nerves there as well, because I think as a whole, we, we seem quite confident. Um, I, like my, my my viewpoint isn't, ooh, what's going to happen in the summer? I just want this this season done. I think it needs to be raised from fans. I think it needs to be raised from Jurgen Klopp's memory. I think it needs to be raised from the players. Because actually, you know what? I'm sure that's probably quite a psychologically damaging season. To think about where you were last season and what's happened to you this one. Yeah, uh, I think you're, you're on point there. I think um, uh, it goes back to something you said earlier. I think mentally they're all shot. Yeah, they are. Um, hence, hence why bad decisions are being made on the pitch, off the pitch, uh, on a regular basis this season. You don't lose six games at Anfield if, if there's a, you know, if the mind isn't quite right. So, um, Agreed. You know, that, that just, it's never happened before. Mm. So uh, at least we've got one record this season. <laughs> we, we, we take the record for the worst records. That's our record yeah. for the season. No, seriously, I mean, having that come to you as well, um, uh, I, I, I don't know where we can pick up now from here, but let's kind of talk about, what should we talk about? Sure, you know what? Let's, on, do this. let's let's do our torture. What have we got left? Let's we can't really ignore we can't really think about who everyone else has got left because fuck knows what's gonna happen there. But what we've got left is rather straightforward. Yeah. United away, Southampton at home, West Brom away, Burnley away, Crystal Palace last match of the season. Yeah? Now truthfully, the way you look at it is that it as Cam said Every single match is an FA Cup, is a Champions League final. Yeah, it is. United away, can we beat them? Yes, if everything was going in our favour and we were playing well and we created like today and we scored the ones we created, bar just scoring only once. Anything is possible. If we don't, then it's over. Simple as that, in regards to the top four. 
All we can do is concentrate on ourselves. No idea what's going to happen in other matches. There's no point trying to um, think about it anymore because all we can do is give ourselves a fighting chance. And, and the fighting chance is now that we have to win every single match. It would have been great to win today, draw next week. That would have been better. Yeah, agreed. No, that would have been better for us. But today, as I said, footballing gods decided otherwise, and BT wanted to show us Steve Bruce's fucking fat face, all red and sweaty. I don't need to see that shit, man. You, you know what? He's it's just very... too much. It's too yeah. much. He was very, very red today. He was as red as our seats. <laughs> he, looked like, he looked like a chicken tandoori gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Burned in the middle with his black top on. Or to use an affectionate Brexit term, he looked like a gammon. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, yeah. Liverpool, Southampton against Southampton. Could we? Yes, we could. Should we? Who knows? Um, West Brom will be an interesting one with Fat Sam thinking that he's going to be doing the business because he seems to be doing the business with most teams around him right now. But, you know, by he that did, point, he has then, quite a good record against us. Um, we've not been great at West Brom away for ages. Yeah, but we always seem to we, got, we both there. went to one. Do you remember that one? The one all before the champion, before the Europa League final, I think it was. Um, but I remember the last one we went to, we won. I went to two. So um, the last one we won when I went with you, Paji. Yes, so, uh, we did. Yeah, the one before um, that, we didn't. The one before yeah, that was remember. just after. The one before that. that was the one before the Europa League final and just after the coroner's inquest report had come out because they had uh, over 96 names on the seats at West mm. Brom. So I still rate West Brom for things like that. There's, lo- there's lots of things to like about West Brom as a yeah. club um, and, oh, yeah. and uh, their ethos. Uh, their managers are complete shit, though. Um, Liverpool gets well, out of the has got a box at West Brom. Lovely. You know, yeah. Speak to him. Yeah. Well, yeah, well not, you never know. <laughs> never know. Never know. Never uh, know. Burnley away. Fucking hell. That's um, Saturday three o'clock hasn't changed from be Saturday three o'clock. It probably remains Saturday three o'clock, and then with that fixture, and then finally you got Liverpool against Crystal Palace. Ultimately, the next three fixtures will be will show us where we are. But it will decide it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it pretty and much it, will, unless it, something mental ha- happens. You know, yeah, something else mental and happens. Everybody else but, starts losing. Uh, that could happen. Yeah, it could happen. Um, there has been freak results, and. I think the cliche is, is the things that get said on every other pod, which is, you know, if if teams were fighting for the top four and were consistent, they wouldn't be fighting for the top four. They'd be set first, really. Um, and none, nobody's consistent. So inconsistency reigns. Hopefully inconsistency reigns against um, those that are around us. You know what kind of doesn't fill me with much confidence, guys? And um, I don't mean to what, be a Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Liverpool as, as a big whole general. But for me, guys, I don't know about you, but like for me, we haven't had a consistent pattern. It's been you won two, you've lost four. You won one, you drew three. Do you know what I'm trying to say? We've not had a, a stellar run of anything. Well, we, we did up until December the... 29. Yeah. Whatever I mean, like, it was, we're talking... the top of the table. Yeah. That was pretty consistent to get to the top of the but table. But not anymore. No, no. Since. It, Look, you know, okay, you were top of the table. Look where they are now. Look at that four. No, no. I mean, uh, how many. If you think about it, how many actual points have we picked up since then? Next to nothing. Probably. I'm going to say about points. 10, 15, yeah. Yeah. That's not. Oh, four. That's relegation four. Yeah, had we not done the hard work, like you said, before New Year, I think we yeah. would have been in a relegation scrap. Yeah. I understand that's now like why, that, John, that why John W. Henry didn't want us to ever get relegated. <laughs> yeah. That's why you need to jump in that 50 puppy. million every year. Yeah. Oh, God. Scary, scary uh, stuff, man. It's a shit show. Yeah, that, that's what show. doesn't fill me with confidence. If Liverpool were on some, you know, like some high wave of confidence and they were playing well, I'd be like, well, hang on, they're playing really well, I believe in them. I'd be honest, yeah, I sit down and watch them. They're playing well to a point. Yeah, and then they just lose it. They can't see out games. I think that's my problem. These last two games, they can't see out games. First problems, they weren't, they weren't creating enough chances. Remember, we yeah, all but... said this, right? <laughs> Go on. I was going to say, if you... there's one... Big consistent in the last two games, in that we haven't seen out, 
And that's Fabinho in defence. Yep. All the games prior to that, when Fabinho suddenly went back into midfield, guess what happened? We won. Since he's been moved back, have you noticed when we had uh, Nat Phillips and uh, and uh, Kabak at centre back, we we would aside from the Real Madrid away, we weren't conceding goals. We were picking up the odd win, mostly wins. I think, I think pretty mm-hmm. much won them all. Mm-hmm. Then as soon as Fabinho went back into defence, two late goals. Not a coincidence. No, it's not. Can I just say something about Kabak? I actually thought he had a pretty decent game against A. Considering he got booked so early. For what I was, was scared for card. him, you know. I yeah. was so scared and then for when him. He did, when he got given that free kick against him for that header in the first yeah. half, I well, that's it. You know, he's next he's foul. Gonna go he's going to go soon. Yeah, he's, he's going to go. And he, and he played well. He stopped a good challenge from uh, um, Mr. McMillan, as you called him. Um, <laughs> Maximilian <laughs> Maximilian um, in, the, in the box in the first half he did a really good challenge and then put it yeah. out for a corner he got back up and put it out for a corner so he, he did well, he had, a, he had a pretty good game I mean, yeah, he was poor at the end of the game right at the end when we needed him to be strong but then who was good around him you can't yeah. just expect one 20 year old kid to put everything right it, there's other people there that, you know, you've got the experience of Milner, you've got Bobby on the pitch who's, who shouldn't have been on the pitch, you've got Robbo, you've got Trent, you've got Fabinho, you've got all these players around him. So, um, you know, let's not be harsh on the kid. I thought he had a, I thought he had a reasonable game. Yeah. No complaints from me. Same here. What about you, Havind? Anything you'd like to add? Yeah, Maximilian, <laughs> twice in James Bond. Max Zorin, uh-huh. in regards to the uh, one with Grace so Jones Max in it. Sam. Say Maxim. No, Max Zorin. Maximilian Zorin. It was played by what's his face? Oh God. Why can't I remember? Christopher Walken. View to a kill, that's it. And oh, then also I love Christopher Walken. Also Maximilian Largo, who was in uh, what do you call it? Never say never again. When just Sean Connery seemed to come back. But like a Sean Connery comeback as James Bond, we need Liverpool to come back as Liverpool. We do resurrect themselves from retirement or whatever kind of pasture they seem to be sitting on, return to being how they were in uh, 1920 and finish with a bit of a flourish, please, because we need it. We need a flourish. We need something for fuck's sake. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to ask you something real quick because we have come to the end of the pod. Guys, you're Jurgen Klopp. Like, Just imagine you're Jurgen Klopp. What do you say to them players? Because he's the ultimate motivator, but he do, he's looked off at himself this season for obvious reasons, and he's got reasons for it. You know, like, what do you say? What do you do? It, it must be so hard. You know, like, how do you pick your players up after that? How do you, how do you not get angry at them? I don't think you can't get angry at them. I think you have to get angry at them. It's measured anger, isn't it? Yeah. Um, historically they have said that you know Klopp doesn't really lose it personal draws or losses etc etc with the team um, he's usually more angry at them when they're winning about stuff in the way that they're playing and so on and so forth etc etc all the other things that have come out from things in uh, the press but when that goal went in when, when Callum Wilson's goal went in my heart sank my body kind of froze a little bit Oh. I got a bit tense, extremely angry as if I was about to punch something. Mm. Um, and then VAR ruled it out. And the relief was euphoric. Yeah. So almost, and you think so you euphoric. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you know what? VAR goes, shut <laughs> up, fucking teach you a lesson, kids. You know, it's VAR in Liverpool. You never win at this. So if I don't get you this way, I'll get you the real way. And Joe Willock scores. When Willock scored, it was such, you know, the air of inevitability just kind of washed over me. And I was like, yeah, we got away with one. They scored. Yeah, well, they deserved that. And we were fucking shit. And we, we, you know, this is what happens when you don't bury your chances and when you just seem yeah. to step off. So I was like, right, you know what? We've got a pod to do. Regroup and carry on with life and see what happens. Klopp may well turn around and say, you guys, you know what? We need, we need to work this shit out. Because... If you're 1-0 up 
and you've got 10 minutes to go. This is 15, 16, and 16, 17. You remember you saying the same things. We don't see the games out in the way that we're supposed to. Yeah, I remember this so vividly about me, about us. Um, and hilariously, do you remember the, the one that reminds me of it the most is, I think it's a one-all draw against Southampton. Yeah. We this scored. season, right? No, not this season. I said a one-all draw. We lost to Buddy Southampton this season. Oh, did we lose to Southampton? Sorry, I'm sorry. Southampton away. We lost. Danny Ings scored in the first few minutes or so, right? Um, Yeah, he scored. 15-16. You know, first few matches of Klopp being at Anfield. You know, um, I went, Ricky went. And the reason I remember it is because ball comes in, Mane, header, goal. Mm. Yeah, one-all. We were winning, if I remember correctly. And I remember that match because we were in winning positions and we couldn't see it out. Yeah, winning positions, not seeing it out. Winning positions, not seeing it out. And it's frustrating and it's annoying now. And Klopp will probably sit there thinking, you know, it's a bit like deja vu. Liverpool fans are sitting there definitely thinking it's deja vu. But we need to finish with a flourish. We have to, for our own sanity and show that we've got something about us, is go out there and win. But five games, you need to win them. You need to win them. If you've got anything about you, you need to win them. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that if we lose one or we draw one, you know, that they haven't got something about them. They have. They're still Liverpool Football Club. They've still got a swagger about them in regards to who they are and what they're about. But the players need to sort this shit out because ultimately when, when fans do return, however many there are for the Crystal Palace match, it could be a dead rubber game. I don't really want that, mm. you know, because it was such an anti-climax if it is. If at that point in time that fourth is not even possible or you've got nothing to play for and it's the first time that fans are back, it's, gonna, it's not going to feel very nice. No, it's I, not. I, I, you know, I've always wanted that last op- the opportunity that 10,000 fans still possibly could end up at that match um, to be a good one rather yeah. than the way it is now. Mm. So, fingers no, crossed, something happens. Absolutely. What about you, Cam? I mean, how do you turn this around if you're Jurgen Klopp? Five games. Do you, do you sell it as five cup finals, like you were saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you, you can do it. I mean, uh, even if you win those five cup finals, there's no guarantee you get that top four place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's obviously not in in our hands. Uh, I would have said uh, Klopp should play the Rocky videos, but as he attested to before. Most of the players probably wouldn't understand what the hell's going on or make the rough, rocky reference as such, sorry. Um, I, I don't know how he's going to lift them. You know, at the end of the day, this is what he's paid six, seven million pounds a year for. Um, mm. If I had those answers, uh, I'd become a football coach and manager and um, I'd, I'd go and inspire players to, you know, win, win five games out of five. Could, you know, I'd, I'd, you know, it could it, be like Mick. Yeah, Rocky three, but he'd have to change the tense. It's the same. Day is bunch. He'd say, "Day is bunch." <laughs> You're gonna eat thunder and shit lightning. Is one of my favourite lines ever. Wrong, wrong film, <laughs> wrong Rocky. We're in Rocky three. You've oh, I'm on Rocky to... one. No, two. Am I Rocky two? Yeah, Rocky two. When he says that, when he has to learn how to chase chickens and shit. Yeah, and and oh yeah, it was Rocky too. And when he goes, um, uh, when all them girls were all around um, Rocky, and it was kind of affecting his training, and he goes, "Get your chicken ass out of here!" I just, I'm, I'm, I was howling, oh, howling. Dear. Oh, you know, now what you I'm have saying? gone to Rocky three. Have I gone Be to consistent Rocky here. Now? This Sorry. is something. Can you stop? She being is being thing? consistent. Yes, actually, you know what? I take it back. You're right. <laughs> consistently just dancing around all the Rocky movies um, yeah, guys um, anything else you want to talk about the game because I'm done I have um, nothing to say no, Robertson no. looks absolutely knackered by the way that's one thought I'll, I'll share with you it's a shame we didn't have a Jordan Henderson available today also. Mm. just to throw, throw that in there I think he would have made a difference last two games definitely mm. Any news on when he's back? Uh, no idea. No I rely idea. on you, Havinda. I ain't got a clue. I know somebody who has a clue, but it's not that as if he's going to be told anything anymore. So mm. <laughs> that's that one done. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> oh, don't do that. Okay, so that was my um, thing off the chest. Anything else you want to guys want to talk about, or should we just go to man of the match and just give it to Tiago? We did that already. We gave it to Tiago. Okay, we decided it. at the beginning it's Tiago. That's, yeah. that's okay, it. that's done universal. I don't think there's any arguments from anyone here. Okay, any anything from the game you want to kind of just kind of give a shout out to? Maybe the refing. I don't know. Whatever. No. Nothing. <laughs> no. I thought the referee had an okay game. I don't think he was too bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he I, didn't I, have I, to make any really. There was nothing controversial. He really had to had to do today, was there? That's the only time you really noticed the referee. When yeah, he's when he's standing up and he goes, "Referee, are you fucking having a laugh, lad?" So there was none of that today. So um, yeah, referee was all right. Which is the Dray first time. Which is the first time in a very long time that, you know, like the referee kind of gets a free on, on this show. Right, guys, we have come to the end of this podcast. A massive thank you for all of you lot who joined us live and Chris for the question and, you know, Adam and Co keeping us entertained. Thank you for joining us live. I know that felt like a loss. We appreciate it. A massive thank you to Cam and Harinda. But before I let them go, I will let them do some plugs and where you can find these excellent gents on Twitter. Cam, I'll come to you first. Any any pods that you're working on and all that good stuff? Um, no. <laughs> in a nutshell, I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 I'm trying to, the work. It's trying to get the guys together because weekdays, because of me now, are very difficult because of yes. my working life commitments. Um, and weekends are obviously difficult because everybody wants their family time, don't they? So uh, it's just proving a bit challenging at the moment, but um, I will rattle the boys' cage and see if we can get one out. I'll try and do one weeknight and suck it up a little bit. Um, you, you you won't find me on Twitter. Um, I've, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not there, but you won't find me on Twitter. You've got more chance of finding me here on Discord, but again, probably just at weekends. So, um, yeah, that's me. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Anybody that like, wants his number, just drop me a, a line and you can abuse him. Direct line. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. 666. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Harinda? Where can people find you and, you know, what would you like to plug? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Harinda1977. Not a lot going on, to be fair, on that, guys, that side of things. But... Plugs wise, nothing much to plug right now. There isn't. Um, I think the last week has shown that things can get very interesting very quickly as football fans um, up and down the country. Yeah. And the, the good thing was today that of all the clubs that were involved with the Super League fiasco, we didn't give our boys a hard time. In regards to entry, you know, there wasn't protests out the stadium. There wasn't, you know, mass pickets. People kind of adhered to what Klopp and and Jordan said when they when they wore their hearts on the sleeves. Not only in the match day program, but earlier in the week as well. Yeah. And subsequently, but um, as you can see, up and down the country, where other teams were involved in regards to the Super League fiasco, other fans have not been so forgiving. I do hope. I do hope. And this is somebody who sits on the fan forums as well and engages with the club upon people's behalf and stuff like that, that it doesn't reflect upon the likes of Tony Barra, Phil Dutton, or people who, are, who aren't part of the board, basically. You know what, the club and the staff are associated with the club, they kind of get what Liverpool's about. If our yeah. ownership sometimes fucks up and, doesn't, and seems to self-implode about it, then it's not the fault of those below them, it truly is just the fault of the fact of those people who, who did it. There's, men, nobody, yeah. there's, no, there's nobody else involved in that. So mm-hmm. how much slack they'll get, I don't know how much slack the staff deserve. Plenty. The ownership. You know what? People are angry. They want to vent. They've got a right to vent as well. Mm-hmm. They have, truly. But get it out of your system and let's see what productive things can happen. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, it was a spicy few days. Had me in stitches for various, various reasons. Um, a lot of hypocrisy, but obviously we'll, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. And let's hope we can gauge the same energy against, you know, the mercenaries who charge us stupid amounts of money for football. We'll see what happens. It'll be very interesting. Guys, 
Thank you so much for joining me. A massive thank you to both Cam and Harinda, who were absolutely excellent. I could not think of better guests on this podcast. That was awful, but I was with the best with the best dudes. I'm very happy with that. Thank you again for listening. Take care. And I will be back for the Man United game. Lord, give me strength. I might have my mum as a panellist, you know. That would be quite interesting. No. Oh, that would no, be fire. That would be great. Uh, do it. Do it. You should make, yeah, make it happen. Do it. We'll start a petition. You guys, I told you what she did when um, Manchester. All the fans are out anyway. We'll just come with masks on. Yeah, well, and Cam, I told you, didn't I, when we beat them 3-1 and when they pulled the equaliser back, the, the game that Jose Mourinho got sacked, and she's doing that Neil Warnock squaring up to me in my face, and looking at her like, you want to stop doing that? And that's, every time I see that gif, I, it always reminds me of her, like, flexing her badass muscles. And then she came and just, like, murdered them, and I just looked at her, and I was like, why did you even bother? Like, oh, dear. yeah, sit down. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, guys. So I will be back for the Man United game. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Till next time. Yes, up the Reds. Up the Reds. Podcast Network.